serving them in a martini glass with a twist. And that is the dumpster fire. That's, all That's not what I'm drinking. <laughs> no, you're drinking the Dick Jr., which is for our presidential thing. Oh, shit! <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, again, thanks for giving away the next episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so, mine is super short and kind of choppy. I've got just a, a few things. Um, I wanted to talk about firewalking. And with firewalking, the records date back to 1200 BC in India. And cultures across the globe use firewalking for rites of healing, initiation, and faith. So I picked like just a few kind of things that I think are interesting about firewalking. And one of the things that I thought was interesting is that there's this Indian festival called the Tamil. And it is a Hindu festival uh, originating in South India, which is celebrated a week before the Diwali, which is their festival of lights, which is so I'm neat. Heard of that, yeah. That falls between October and November, so this would be before that, and this is their firewalking festival. So the firewalking ceremony is in honor of the goddess Draupadi Aman, who is considered the incarnation of goddess Mariamman, Hindu goddess of rain. <clears throat> So what they do first is that in this festival they have a prayer session where they request blessings and that they hope that no unfortunate incidents happen during the festival. Because the festival involves fire walking. They're like, we hope nobody gets hurt at this yeah, point. Yeah, I hope nobody catches on fire. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So in the second event, they have a symbolic grand marriage ceremony. And that's between uh, Draupadi and Arjuna, who's a warrior. And that's depicted in the Hindu text, the Mahabharata. So the uh, ceremony ends with a simulation of the the sacrifice of Hajira. So (laughs) afterwards, the devotees give Mariamun a milk bath. And that is hoping to wash away the sins of man. So, two days before the festival, a silver chariot procession takes place to commemorate the 18-day battle at which Krishna agreed to drive the chariot for the victorious Arjuna. So, they have the silver chariot that drives through the city. 
The fire pit is prepared the night before the final day of the festival and kept red hot through the ritual. It is believed that if the people are devoted to Drapati, they will walk through the fire unscathed. So they have this whole lead up to the fire walking festival that is kind of this whole thing built around this marriage ceremony and the goddess and, you know, and when I was looking at fire walking, this was kind of the most kind of ornate and grand ceremony devoted to fire walking. So beyond that, um, I looked at the world records. So hold on, they walk through the fire. What happens if their feet get burned? Then they are not devoted to depravity. Do they get like stoned to death or? God, I hope not. What happens to them? I don't get shunned for. I mean. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just wondering. Uh, um, maybe our Indian listeners so, know, but I'm, I'm thinking probably nothing. Uh, so if you walk across the fire and decide that it's hot, you get shunned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, hope, I hope not, but. <laughs> All right, what, what else do you <laughs> like? You sent me a link with a picture of Melissa Etheridge. I didn't read it. All right, not, that that's come, but 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 not quite yet. Okay. So um, I did take down the world records. So the hottest fire walk is eighteen hundred and thirteen degrees Fahrenheit, and that was done in Redmond, Washington, in October of nineteen ninety seven. Ain't we Celsius? No. Oh. <laughs> what? I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> October of 1997, that's what's holding the record for hottest. Um, longest fire walk is 165 feet in Jonestown, Pennsylvania in July of 1990. I know a thing about Jonestown. <laughs> July 1998. Oh, that's the wrong place. And that's actually held by 15 people that did it at one time. I know so. who has the record for the fastest. Fucking Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pam Beasley did that shit too. Who the fuck is Pam oh, Beasley? What? It's from the office. Oh, she How do you not know that? Okay. Now I know who you're talking about. And, and, uh, that's funny because that is actually going to fit into what I'm talking about. The office? <laughs> not, not the office. Oh, man. But, uh, Got my hopes up. So, fire walking has kind of become this thing that's for kind of rich white people. And it's become this thing that... People do us like team building exercises. Holy shit! I promise mm. you, if I go to work one day and they're like, "Hey, y'all, <laughs> guess what we're doing today?" I, I quit, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not fucking having that. That's a fucking total thing that's happening. So there is a website called FireWalking.com, and that is the Firewalking Institute of Research and Education, and it is the training organization for firewalk instructors. Now, why that's important, Tony <laughs> Robbins attended this. <laughs> of course. Know? The big tall dude that does... Uh, the self-help group. He's a motivation. He was in... Yeah. Remember Silas Shallow yes. He's in the thing with Jack Black, and he's like nine feet tall. Yeah. Gotcha. He's got gigantism, by the way. He's fucking huge. Well, I, I, I don't know seven, if he has gigantism. No, no, literally. He's, he's, his hands. His he's, like, he's like almost serious. seven feet tall. His fucking hands are huge. He's like Andre the Giant. Like, he's fucking big. I saw a dude at the gas station the other day that had to duck to walk through the door. Goddamn. <laughs> he was driving a Miata, too. I don't know how. Hey, I've passed cars on the road 
little car, you know, a car, like, but like little sports car looking things, and they're hunched over, and I'm like, I, I know you paid a hundred grand for that car, and you don't even fucking. I don't know how oh, this dude shit. did that. <laughs> I lounge out and I paid like 30 grand. But, <laughs> like, the guy was behind me in line, so I go up there and I get my, my cigarettes and my energy drinks and all that. I turn around and I'm looking at his belt buckle. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what? how fucking tall are you? Back, back to Tony Robbins. So, Tony Robbins Firewalk, Firewalk.com. So... <laughs> There was a whole website? <laughs> yes. Because he trained at this Firewalk Institute, right? Qu- question real quick. Uh-huh. Is it still an active website? Hey, did you visit the website after you read about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. and I took things directly from the website, which you're about to hear about because it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. So this ha- website has a ton of fucking testimonials on it, right? Melissa Etheridge is one. So, what Melissa Etheridge supposedly says is, the funny thing was, I wrote a song called, I'm the only one who'll walk across the fire for you, and yet I have, and yet I had not walked across the fire. So, I felt like I'm the only one who could walk across the fire for me. Well, for one, then, that's not the name of that fucking song. I'm the only one is the name of the song. Right. Which <laughs> wouldn't trigger you, except for what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> About what else is wrong with this website. So, Natasha Bedingfield is on there as well. Oh, my God. Spelled all kinds of wrong. Are we calling out this website for being shady? Shady, yes. We're (laughs) we're absolutely calling out the website for being shady. Because Natasha Bedingfield is spelled B-E-T-T-I-N-G-F-I-E-L-D. Maybe the person that designed the website just... No, it has her picture (laughs) <laughs> okay, so so maybe the person that designed the website just doesn't know how to spell people's yeah. names. Okay. Well, then we can still call them out. That shit is wrong. Yeah. So, <laughs> Fire your editor or whatever. But, I mean, that's a clerical editor error. That doesn't mean... Well, well what does he do fire if you can't spell What does Natasha Bangfield say about this firewall? I can't even fucking remember. I just fucking wrote <laughs> that it was spelled wrong. But also, Stephen Weber is on there, and his shit is spelled wrong as well. The Wings guy? Yes! <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, apparently, uh, he is a S-T-E-V-E-N, but he's spelled as a S-T-E-P-H-E. <laughs> I'm going to have to get in touch with him on Twitter. Yeah. Find out if he really endorses this firewall. Absolutely. <laughs> so... Beyond that, CNN, June 2016. Tony Robbins' hot, <clears throat> cold walk injures dozens, authorities say. Of course. So, at least 30 people were treated for minor burns and five people were hospitalized after walking on hot coals during the Unleash the Power Within <laughs> seminar in Dallas, Texas. I did look to see if there were lawsuits against Tony, Tony Robbins for this. And I couldn't find any for this. But he is being sued for all kinds of shit. Like copyright infringement and defamation and sexual harassment and sexual abuse. Um, so <clears throat> if he runs that website uh-huh. and let's say Melissa Etheridge never said anything, would that be de- could she sue him for defamation? Because yes. he's making her look nuts. Like she's a firewalker and she's like, that's not. <laughs> yeah, she absolutely could. <laughs> That was just some funny shit that I had. So, is it possible that he's not even affiliated with the website? TonyRobbinsFirewalk.com? dot <laughs> com. 
Well, you can buy. I mean, yeah. you can right. buy anything. I yeah, mean, I mean, you can register any domain you want, yeah. really. But you would think that yeah. would be a big news thing, especially since it ended up on CNN. You would think that um, he would have immediately come out and been like, yo, I unless don't know. He, unless he just didn't know about it. Or maybe the firewall that hurt everybody is his, but not the firewall website with the Melissa Etheridge. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going with the website might just be a fan or whatever. Pranksters, what it'd have to yeah. be, right? Like, just some idiots. Like, y'all watch what I'm about to do. Yeah, or, to make a bunch of or somebody that wants to, that specifically has the goal of discrediting discrediting Tony Robbins by making a website with his name on it and then spelling shit wrong, and it makes him look like he yeah. is shady. That could be a thing. What? Well, I bet we'll but the CNN article didn't come out at the same time the website came out. Right, so right. Yeah. Fair enough. Was it before or after? Were they initiated the website? Yeah. I don't, know when, I don't know when the, the website started. I know that the website is up now. as of the time I researched this. So, yeah, I have no idea when it started. So, the last thing I have is kind of the science of firewalking. And um, kind of what I wanted to do was talk about why it's possible to firewalk. If the coals are lit long before the ritual, which is always the case, kind of that, that's the thing. It's like they're, they're lit and they're kept hot throughout the day and all that. Um, so, what that does, it allows for um, a lot of the volatile uh, molecules to evaporate. So the coals burn, and then they burn down to what is nearly pure carbon. And that is a poor heat conductor. And they are covered with ash, which is a, an even more poor heat So we're being duped, is what you're saying. I mean, when I put charcoal in my grill, it fucking cooks the meat. So it, do, it does. I'm sure it'll cook it your fucking toes, too. It does. But as, it, as it's burning and it's covered with that ash, like it becomes a less... And I know that it's still fucking the, hot, though. I know no, the trick no, to it, though, is no. to walk fast. You do not stop. Exactly. I learned exactly. that from the office. Yes. Thank you, Pam Beasley. Yes. So that's another part. Like, so the ash on the top kind of acts as an insulator. But also, walking across it fast helps because the properties that, you know, are allowed by the insulation of the ash and everything, the heat transfer is slow enough to escape a burn if the person is moving quickly. What fucks them up is when they got sweaty feet. Because it'll stick. Uh, yeah. It'll keep burning. Me, <laughs> I gotta be not. So how do you. That made me hurt. How do you <laughs> get like next to something hot without sweating? Uh, that made me hurt. That would protect their feet. Bleeding frost effect. Water makes a buffer. The vapor keeps yeah. burning. Oh, you burn. think that. But, but then it would be boiling water. But that's what that's what happens. It boils away and doesn't burn you somehow. I don't know how it works, but the leaving frost effect keeps you from getting burned. I feel like if I walk through, I feel like if the sweat on my feet started boiling, it would hurt. <laughs> like, no, it's kind of like <laughs> when they do fire stunts in movies and they put the gel on you. Yeah. The, it's just a uh, insulation, pretty much. Yeah. It's the same with water, like sweat, but I, I would feel like your sweat would have to be dense enough. Well, I'm not saying there's, the sweat catches on fire. I'm saying the sweat no. makes little pieces stick to their feet. I don't want to that, think about yeah. little pieces sticking well, to Well, you shouldn't feet. have brought up fucking firewalking then. What do you think? <laughs> All yeah. right. What else you got? 
That is it. That is. I told you. Who's next? I'm going next. Oh. Sure. Well, y'all fucking strap in because I got like 36 pages in that here. I'm excited for it. The Sodder children are five children who supposedly died in a fire, but then there was a bunch of bullshit. What kind of fire? A house fire. A house fire. See, there you go. <sighs> yeah, Can't be telling a story without leaving out like two stories. Yeah, not everybody knows house. the story. Two like, stories. Big ass two story house. They got yeah. burned up. Like. Okay, so. Anyway, five year old Betty, eight year old Jenny, nine year old Lewis, 12 year old Martha, and 14 year old Maurice were assumed dead, but their bodies were never found. Um, the site was never rebuilt. They turned that site into a memorial garden. And in the 50s, that's what, you know, this happened in 1945. It was in the early 50s when they started being like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't think they died. So they put up a billboard with pictures offering a $5,000 reward. Now, $5,000 at that time. Them. Yeah, somebody do the thing and figure out how much money that is now because that's a I, lot of I don't, I don't have my But um, figure that shit out. That billboard stayed up. $27,000. Oh, he already figured it. <laughs> doing good things. That billboard stayed up until shortly after Jenny died in 1989. George Sauter was born in Italy in 1895, and he came to the United States when he was 13 years old. He wouldn't talk about why he left Italy. You know, he hated Mussolini. Apparently, that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, he worked for railroads in Pennsylvania, and then eventually he moved to West Virginia, and that's where he met Jenny, and they got married. Their neighbors and every, you know, because back then it was like, Little bitty towns, everybody knew everybody. They were one of the most respected it's middle class families. Fifty five thousand dollars. Holy that was shit! What I thought. Yeah, I, I, I went conservative. <clears throat> Holy shit! George was opinionated and often alienated people due to his views and beliefs. His opposition to Benito Mussolini led to arguments with members of the immigrant community. Apparently, where they had moved, a lot of Italian immigrants moved, but not because they're trying to get away from Italy, just because. So, in October of 1945, it's two months before the fire, a life insurance salesman um, had, you know, come to the house or whatever, tried to sell him some bullshit or whatever, but George was like, no, we don't need your bullshit. I guess he had whatever bullshit he needed. Um, this a bullshit, insurance. you mean? Life insurance? Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess he had his own life insurance. That's not, bu- that's not bullshit. That's shut up. <laughs> something but you need. With her. After being turned away... He told George, and I quote, your house will go up in smoke and your children are going to be destroyed. But, you know, this was just like a scuffle on the porch. And, you know, George is like, get the fuck out of here. Well, you know, they're back and forth, they're back and forth. And he's like, why the fuck are you going to threaten my kids? And he's like, because of dirty, and I quote, dirty remarks you've been making about Mussolini. So where did the quotes, I mean, uh, where were the quotes made to the... I guess, um... This is around town. Yeah. So, maybe it's, it, it's a quote that George told people that's what was said. Yeah. But I guess there's no way to prove that that's what was said. So, whatever you want to call that. It's a third-party quote. A hearsay quote? Yes, yeah, hearsay. Well, yeah. If it's a quote from whatever you're reading, it's a quote. <laughs> I well, like, if I went Matt, I was like, Kelly called me a stupid fucking bitch. Then Matt would go... Kelly called her, and I quote, a stupid fucking bitch, except for you never said that. Yeah. So, so that's it's not just, really a quote. It's just one of them things like, <laughs> well, Johnny down at the bar said, you don't like Mussolini. Yeah. So, rumors around town, these are the quotes that yeah. were said. So, 
Later, they had a visitor to the house who was looking for work, you know, because back then that was a thing. People would just go to farms, but I haven't been on farm shit, you know, whatever. But um, this visitor warned George that a pair of fuse boxes outside of his house would, and I quote, <laughs> cause a fire someday. Well, George thought that was super fucking weird because they had just had work done on the whole house. They had to have the whole thing rewired. So there was an electrician there, and he said everything was good. All right, so George was like, I must be on crack or whatever. So in the weeks before Christmas, George's older sons noticed a strange car parked along the main highway, and the people inside were watching the younger children as they were walking home from school. So Christmas Eve night, the night of the fire, the oldest daughter, Marion, worked at a dime store, and she came home and she surprised three of her younger sisters with new toys. <coughs> they were so excited that they asked to stay up past their regular bedtime. Keep in mind, this is not a fire. 10 p.m., Jeannie, the mother, said, yeah, that's fine, as long as y'all do y'all's chores, which is like feeding the chickens and blah, 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 turning off these lights and whatever. 12.30 a.m., there's a phone call. Jeannie went downstairs to answer, and it was a woman on the phone, and she asked for somebody that didn't even live there, and there was laughing and shit in the background, kind of like a party or whatever. She didn't really think much of it. On her way back to bed, she noticed that the lights were still on and the curtains weren't drawn. It's part of the kids' chores is what you do before you go to bed. She saw Marion, that's the daughter that worked at the dime store. She was asleep on the couch, and so Jenny just assumed the other children had gone up to the attic. That's where they slept. Um, so she closed curtains, turned out the lights, and went to bed. 1 a.m., she was awakened again by the sound of something hitting the roof and then rolling. So she, like, sat up and she's like, what the fuck is that? And she didn't hear anything, so she went back to sleep. About 30 minutes later, she woke up smelling smoke. George's office in their house was on fire, and it was coming out of a fuse box around the telephone line. So she woke up George, and George woke up the older children. So George, Jenny, and those four escaped. So they're yelling for the others who were supposed to be in the attic. Remember, she just assumed they went up there because the one was on the couch, whatever. She couldn't hear anything. They eventually had to go outside. I mean, you're about to die on fire. What the hell are you doing, right? So they couldn't get up the stairs, blah, blah, blah. They, called, they tried to call the fire department, but the phone didn't work. A driver on a nearby road also tried to call but couldn't get through to the fire department. George climbed up a wall, broke a window, but couldn't get, you know, so he was like, let me go get my ladder. He's got this ladder. It's always out there. Ladder's gone. He's like, fucking hey. So, <clears throat> they had a water barrel outside. He's like, I'm just throwing the water barrel. Frozen solid. Because it's fucking Christmas time. You know, whatever. So, he worked. His business, he had two coal trucks. He was like, I'll drive the truck up under the window and I'll climb on top, blah, blah, blah. Neither one of the trucks would start. But he had used them the day before. Fire lasted 45 minutes. Um, All they could do was stand out there and watch. Fire department was low on manpower because of the war, and I guess their system was shitty because, like, if all of us were firemen, I would somehow hear about the fire, and then I'd have to call y'all. Yeah. Like, hey, there's fire. Hey, there's fire. So the chief, F.J. Morris, couldn't drive the fire truck. I, I couldn't figure out why. I couldn't find anything about why he can't drive the fucking fire truck. So he found out about it. He had to call each other. It was hours before the fire department showed up. So, they finally showed up, and they looked around. By 10 a.m., he told the Sodders they hadn't found any bones. He still believed that they died in the fire. 
He said that it was hot enough that their bodies were just burnt completely. Bones and everything. Teeth, nothing left. He's like, mm, no, it wasn't. But Bones also, down. it's a two-story house. There's a lot of rubble, so. Yeah. Um, George was told to leave the, the site undisturbed for investigation, but four days later, he bulldozed five feet of dirt over it because he just couldn't stand to look at it anymore. So he went and bought however you buy dirt, whatever. So... After the funeral, they started questioning some reports. Like they'd said that it was electrical, it was an electrical fire, but all their lights were still on. Their Christmas lights were still on. They said that's the only way they were able to get out of the house because they could see down, you know, because they were upstairs. They could see down the stairs because of the Christmas lights. Um, they finally found the missing ladder seventy-five feet away from the house, down an embankment. Um, the telephone repairman said the line had not been damaged by fire. It had been intentionally cut. So a man, and we did this last time, let's do it again. A man was seen stealing a block and tackle from the pop- property. What is that? What's a block and tackle? It's like a tackle box? This is like a man. No, it's not a tackle box. <laughs> <laughs> a block and tackle is like a, a pulley system. Um, back then, I guess they primarily would have used it with ropes and stuff. So, um, like, if you want to hoist things up in the air. Oh, like the way they get hay in the barns? Kind of. So, you you would use the... The more points you have on your hoist system, the less resistance you feel on your end. So, you can lift heavier weight with less effort. Okay, so there was a man seen stealing this from the... from the property at the time of the fire. He was arrested. He admitted to cutting the phone line. He said he thought it was the power line. Denied any involvement at all in the fire. Cutting the power line would kill you. That doesn't make any sense. He thought it was power line. So he he wanted to cut the power line. Did they ask why? I guess not. I don't have anything about that. (laughs) Um, So Jenny didn't believe that there's any fucking way in hell that the body's burned just fucking completely. Um, She said... Appliances like the refrigerator stove were still in fucking tact. Um, there was also a similar fire that killed a family of seven. You know, during the same time, all of their remains were found. So she's like, what do, you, what do you mean there's not one bone from my kids? Mm. Um, she even called the local crematorium, and the employee there told her that human bones remain even after bodies have been burnt at 1,090 degrees Celsius, apparently from Fahrenheit, so I don't know what that means, um, for two hours. We know their fire only burnt for 45 minutes. Um, There was a bus driver that he had seen some people throwing balls of fire at the house. A few months later, after the snow and everything melted, because it was Christmas time, Sylvia, one of the surviving daughters, found a small, hard, dark green rubber rubber ball in the bushes, and George said it looked like a hand grenade. So witnesses have claimed since then that they have seen the children. People in the neighborhood, I guess, were outside watching. There was a woman that said she saw those children go by in somebody's car during the fire, but didn't think nothing of it, I guess. Because she's like, oh, they're getting the kids out of here. You know, I don't know. Um, There was a waitress at a rest stop that said she served them breakfast the next day and remembered seeing a car with Florida tags. Siders ended up hiring a private investigator. So it turns out for a um, coroner, I guess, to say... You know, they died in a fire. They have to, like, get a group of people together, and they have to present their facts, and all these people have to agree or whatever. One of the people that were on his little group of people 
was the insurance salesman that had threatened George with a fire. Then there started being rumors around town that Morris, the fire chief, had found a heart, which he later packed in a metal box and buried. Doesn't make sense anyway, but anyway. No, you, so the Sodders are, you sure the Sodders are like, heart. okay, hold on a minute. You found a heart, where'd you bury it? From what I've read, the heart is the last thing. It's because it's so much muscle and so tough. Do you remember, I might not be real, but from Return of the Living Dead, he was like, there's still a little, even after there's down to ash, there's a little bit of bone pieces, and the heart itself is the biggest, hardest muscle, and it's like, it takes the longest to burn down. That and your femur bone take the longest to That's burn. Wild. Yeah, because you're... Because it's just pure muscle. That, and so that would make sense, because it's so dense, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like so goddamn, yeah. But, yeah. so check this out. So and they, teeth. They go to Morris, and they're like, hey, people are saying that you found a fucking heart, and you buried it somewhere, because you're fucking weird. weird. We need you to show us where you buried this fucking heart. So after back and forth, he's like, okay, I'll fucking show you. And it was buried on their property. Um, they took it to the funeral director, who later determined that that was a beef liver that had never been exposed to fire. Well, then Morris said that he had placed it there, hoping that the Sodders would find it and be satisfied that their children had died. Now, finding <laughs> something in a metal box buried somewhere is not going to make me think that my kids died in a fire, right? <laughs> But why is he so intent on making them... Exactly. See, I don't know. Like, I mean, why would he want to fake it? To, exactly. Because maybe everybody in town's in on it. So at this point... That's freaky as Because remember, they're all pissed off that he don't like Mussolini. But so, at this point, George is done. And he's like, you know what? Can't trust anybody. I'm fucking... I'm hunting down all these leads myself. This is what I'm doing. He saw a picture of a ballet dancer... I guess in a magazine, um, a ballet dancer from New York that he swore looked like one of the daughters that supposedly died. He drove all the way to the school and demanded to see the girl. You know, except for obviously that didn't fucking happen because you can't just go demanding to see children. Right. <laughs> Thank God. Right. <laughs> um, he tried to get the FBI to investigate it as a kidnapping. J. Edgar Hoover responded to his letter and he said that it was not their jurisdiction, but they would help if local authorities asked. The Fayetteville Police and Fire Department declined to do so. In August of 1949, George got a pathologist to supervise a new search through the dirt. Um, human vertebrae were found. But now remember, he bought five feet of dirt to put over, right? So they found that vertebrae. It was determined to not belong to any of the children based on, they could tell like about how old this person's vertebrae was. Well, then everybody's like, why the fuck are there just weirdo vertebrae? You know, like in your fucking yard. Well, apparently the dirt had come from a cemetery up the road. <sighs> so then that started the whole thing because they're like, what, what do you mean? There's just like vertebrae in this dirt. And that don't make no sense. And that was a whole different thing. But Jesus. Yeah. George went all over. He went to Missouri. He went to Texas. He went to Florida. In 1967, he went to Houston, Texas. A woman had written him saying that Lewis had revealed, that's one of the children, had revealed his identity to her after getting drunk, and she believed that Lewis and Maurice, one of the, the brother, were living together in Texas. They actually found those two guys, but they denied being who they said they were, and George apparently doubted that for the rest of his life. He was like, those, that was them. But they were like, no, that's not us. We're not, we're not those people. But he thought it was. He was like, that's it. That's my kids. Um, they got a letter from Kentucky, which included a picture of a man that also strongly resembled Lewis. And on the back, it said, Lewis Sauter, I love Brother Frankie. 
and then it said A90132 or 35. Nobody has ever been able to determine what the hell those words mean, but they've gone back and forth about whether or not it, you know, sometimes they're like, yeah, that looks like him, and then they're like, no. But you got to think, this is 30 years later. So how do you decide, yeah, that's what my kid would look like 30 years later. Yeah. Um, George died in 1969. Jenny stayed in the home and wore nothing but black until she died in 1989. Her family took down the billboard, but they continue, and as far as I can tell, still to this day, they're trying to figure it out. Um, so the conspiracies are, you know, the Sicilian Mafia, um, retaliation for him hating Mussolini. My biggest thing is the kid in the picture. Out of all of this, I'm like, who the fuck is that kid? And what the fuck does this what does this mean? Right? I mean, but I did, don't, they, did they run? I mean, did the kids run? And if they did, why? Did why? They, did they run? But you got to keep in mind that they did not search long enough. Yeah. So, but then him coming out and putting dirt over that shit, even though they told him not to, why would you do that? So... That's all I got for them. I don't think they died in that fire, but I don't know what I think happened. What if the insurance salesman coming around trying to sell him insurance made him think about, oh, yeah, I got, you know, $5 million in life insurance, and he staged it to collect the money? Didn't see that. I don't know if he got life insurance. Well, if he already had insurance. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as the medical examiner, the kids are dead. But if that were the case, so why go all over the world? I guess keeping up appearances or keep you up know, appearances, right? Yeah. Like if you're wanting to and how do, how do you, the money, they need to be found. So if you're, so, yeah, I, I would buy that. If if the medical examiner declares them dead, even without the body, that's all you need. See, that's I don't know how so, long insurance works. That's so, so hard, though. I mean, that. I don't know that I would enact a plan. I mean, this with, is a with long... That, with, that, you know, with that in mind. If so. that were the case, I'm going to yeah. say Jenny didn't know. So, Which, yeah. how do you do that? How do you not tell your wife and so, let her spending the rest of her life? If he is spending all his time traveling all around the country and stuff like that, obviously he's not working because he's spending all his time traveling. Mm. Where's he financing his travels from? Well, I don't know. I mean, he still might, maybe on the weekends he would go. Like, he'd read something in a paper and then on the weekend go here. You know, I, I don't know the logistics of that. What were, what were the ages of the ones that are... The ones that died? Or the ones that are still alive, I don't have their ages. Or, you know, the ones that were presumed dead. Presumed dead, yeah. Hold on, I'll tell you. Um, Betty was five, Jenny was eight, Lewis was nine, Martha was 12, and Maurice was 14. And so remember the two that have been the most prevalent or whatever that they thought. Now, it was Betty who would have been five at the time that he thought was the ballet dancer. Uh, but he got shut right the fuck down because you can't just go to schools yeah. and demand to see children. Yeah, in ballet Don't be weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah. Lewis who was nine and Maurice who was 14 at the time of the fire, the two that the lady in Houston said. But then later denied. They said, no, we're not so, them. But he, until the day he died, they said, he said, that was them. I know that was them. If the if the mob was after him, <clears throat> he would have reason to keep them hidden. But then he would know they were hidden. It seems but how like... Do, but how do you know what he knows? You know what he tells you he knows. If the mob's after him, he's not going to say, well, I know they're still alive. 
But I'm I'm just gonna go out in the news. Just go with the original narrative and be super sad to say my children died in a fire. Right, right. And not have to put on this big show and. Maybe he wanted money from all the attention from articles. Yeah, and, and I see that. I don't know. Was he getting money? Did, were yeah. people, you there's know, a, I know that there's a, back then, there's a lot of steps to it. Yeah. I'll sell my story to Newsweek or yeah. New York Times or whatever, you know. There's a lot to it. A lot of factors. That's all I've got, so... Ryan. Can we pause for a minute? I know you need a new drink. No, need... we can't because I want. We have to wait two minutes. Oh, nineteen thirty-five. No, guys, I'm 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 reading up about this and following up because I had read about this before. The letter they got with that weird shit A nine zero one three two or nineteen thirty-five. Yeah. No, I got it. I got it right here. I've already read about it. The they also they also received a picture of they of who they thought was Lewis, one of the adult children, yeah. with that letter. Nineteen thirty-five. I know one time. Nineteen thirty-five was the year he was born. 90132, if you look it up without the A, used to be a zip code of a place in Italy who they thought, that's a place they thought was connected, but nobody can find it. They stopped using that zip code in like the early 2000s. But there was a zip code in Italy, 90132, in the 50s and 40s, that only someone from Italy would have known about, and that's also his birthday. Like, it seems like they were trying that's to wild. tell him, they were trying to tell him under the table, hey, this is Lewis, but not too specific, but only he would know yeah. this weird zip code in his... Hey, his Frankie. I bet it's someone from Italy that he knows about, like family. That that's why the dad was so freaked out. He didn't yeah. want to say anything because I bet they thought they might hurt their family in Italy if they were threatening them too. Yeah. I still think that that feeds into that's the a, yeah, that's to the outside thought. thing. I didn't read about this before, but I've been researching it since then because I thought we'd talk about it and I just read yeah. about it. Yeah, that's I've a big thing. I've always loved this one. I've always been a huge. They didn't die. But I don't know. I, I think he came over here, familiar. and at I mean, the time there were so many. There was a lot of mob ties, like from from everybody from Europe that came over here. They wanted yeah. to do like illegal shit, and when they heard he was shit talking Mussolini, the leader of like the old country, I could see them murdering. Some, you know, you get yeah. murdered for doing all kinds of dumb shit for talking shit about yeah. their president. I but could see that being a thing. Something hitting the right. So the fire was intentional, and it is still very possible that they did die in that fire. And they just did not find them because they, I mean, fucking fire chief can't even drive a goddamn truck. Right. How good was the right. investigation? Well, that that right there, I want to say because at the time, the way everything was set up, talking to people and shit, and figuring all that out, he was probably a backup to help. But he shouldn't have, like, he wouldn't be the normal person to drive it. So it's like if I go to work and I have a manager that can't drive a forklift and I'm a forklift dude, I understand that. But I definitely feel like the fire was intentional. Yeah, but, I mean, even if the Fire department and the cops and everybody, you know, if they were drunk or whatever. I mean, I'm guessing the people were going through this for days. I mean, days and days and days. No, it was 10 a.m. when they decided they were dead, remember? And then four days later, George put five foot of dirt over everything. Oh, so they didn't they didn't dig or anything. Nope, he yeah. had that person redig no. and they found the weird So they essentially right. showed up, put the fire out, and then they're like, well, we don't. We don't. We can't. We can't find the body, so they must be buried under all the rubble. And then he covered it up before they could really dig into yeah. it. Yep. All right. First, we're gonna talk about just spontaneous combustion, not humans. Apparently, like fourteen thousand zip fires a year, roughly, start from just spontaneous combustion. That's like dirty rags in a pile with oil on them, or hay bales that somehow get too hot and go up in the middle of a field. Compost that catches on fire a lot. Oh, chemicals that mix together and whatnot. And I want to say on the, what is it? Yeah, the National Park Service and the NFPA, the National Fire Prevention Association, they recommend not to keep those things near each other because they <clears> go <throat> aflame. 
but humans somehow yeah. cannot with all their bullshit chemicals and whatnot. Yeah, the, I don't believe that. The mulch place down the street from us caught fire one year because they didn't turn the mulch often enough. Mulch can catch fire, but humans can't. They're made of different shit. We're ninety percent water. Seventy. I mean, but all of us are probably about eighty <laughs> percent alcohol. So. <laughs> Yeah, we might spontaneously combust. Maybe the average human might not. Maybe only like boozy humans burst into flames. Yeah, apparently. The very first case was uh, Polonus Vorstius, uh, an Italian knight from the 1400s who apparently like drank two very big ladles of very, very, very strong wine. Ladles of wine. <laughs> yeah, just ladles of wine. Man, yeah. I'm gonna start yeah, he, 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 he disagreed with him. Do you want to do that on girl's not? I have, I have a ladle. No, that's that's messy. <laughs> yeah, that would. He did do two ladles. Uh, and disagreed with him. He vomited flames and then burnt up. Did you just say like, threw up flames? That's what they say. Like a dragon. Yes. <laughs> That's a level I need to be on right there. I never want to be at that level. I'd like to be um. A safe distance away from someone else. Who you could join up with the fire walking people and just be like, fuck it, I'll light this bitch. Give me that wine. <laughs> All right, uh, Countess Corn- oh, hold on. Cornelia de Bandy in the 1700s got up in the middle of the night, walked to her window, tried to walk to her window to open it up, and in between the bed and the window burst into flames. All they found was her lower legs and three fingers. Why didn't her legs burn? <laughs> don't, don't fucking do it. What what year did you? I, I believe her legs didn't burn because all the alcohol shit. What in her legs? Makes you go into flames. In Probably happens in your guts, not your legs. And so that's what fire mine. rises? Yes. Um, Just like the dark night, the fire rises. What year did you say that happened? That was the 1700s. Is it? Countess Cornelia de Bandy. I'd say. She a witch? Well, back then they didn't have electricity, so she was probably seeing her way around with a candle or a lantern. Yeah. Probably caught her nightgown on fire. They didn't have flame retardant shit back then, yeah? No, they didn't. The latest case. No, no, we're not not the latest case. Sorry. No, this happened in 1967. I read about this. Uh, there was a woman, I believe a woman on a bus in England, was driving down the road, looked over at an apartment and saw blue flames, which is bad. That's like really hot. Uh, called the fire department thinking it was some sort of gas leak. They found Robert Bailey, a homeless man who was in an apartment, burning alive, and one of the men said he saw a slit in his stomach and flames were flying out of it. And then he burned up a few minutes later. Maybe the firefighter's making up, maybe not, but that seems weird as fuck. And then the latest case, there's been other ones, but the very latest case happened in like 2010. There was an Irish man named Michael Flaherty. He was 76, he was in a room with a fireplace, but it was all covered up like normal. And he had his poker, and he was walking over to the fire. And they found him on the ground. No other fireman had damage to the room. He was burnt up, laying on the ground with the poker still in his hand. Were his legs still there? I don't know how much of him was left. Most likely. I didn't see, but I, usually like a foot is left or like a hand. Almost almost nothing but a little bit of something. What do you think it is? You just think it's people full of bullshit and alcohol? And- well, I, th- I think it's something similar. If if it's a thing, it's something t- similar to Brewer's yeast syndrome where you can make your own beer in your stomach. Yeah, you know, like If you can make your own weird chemicals and shit in your gut, flu- gut flora to make that, why couldn't you make... There's two chemicals. There's plenty of chemicals you can mix together that make flames and shit. Not a lot, but there's at least a few 
You can't tell me some weird-ass dude with a fucked-up body that's been drinking for 50 years can't make that. You don't know. Maybe they could. Maybe they can't. I, I'm with you on that. Like, maybe it is a possibility, but I don't believe that explains any of the cases you... Well, maybe the guy that was throwing up flames with me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he had, that's some good shit, but... Or bad shit, however you want to look like at it. fuck ton of shots of, like, Everclear, that'd be your biggest chance. I mean, you'd probably just die and get cold before you caught on fire. So, but that's but even, if, even if you drank, like, your entire body weight in fucking Everclear, like, assume, assume that you can live. But you have you your entire... No, but you can't. You can't. But assume you could. You still wouldn't spontaneously combust. Why? Like, your body generates heat. I mean, if garbage spontaneously combusts, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, garbage does not spontaneously combust. Compost can do it. Oil rags just sitting there, they can do it. Yeah, they get hot enough just on their own sitting there. I know the hay does too. Well, with the heat from the sun, I mean, there is the external factor there. That is, is not that nothing makes it happen. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but you're saying the compost and the hay and the mulch. It's all possible because of the heat from the sun. But or, we we have heat in us. All right. We generate. Well, we generate. Is it? Nobody said that. No. no. <laughs> she said the heat from the sun was helping to cause the yeah. fires. Okay, so if I drink thirty six Palomas tonight and I go out in the sun tomorrow, uh, burst into flames. Burst into flames. <laughs> I got the heat from the sun on Are top all of the heat. Is that why they can't go out in the sun? That's a good yes. theory. <laughs> I thought like you'd almost activate, right? Of course, we need some vampires. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, yeah. fuck that noise. So I think in most of the cases of human spontaneous combustion, I'm, again, I'm not saying I, I disbelieve it, because I, I do believe it's possible. But I think a lot of these were just people being clumsy, or accidental. I mean, the old lady getting up out of her bed and, you know, she's got to have something to see. And back then, no electricity, right. no light bulbs. You got a lantern or a candle or something. Like I think it's aliens. Caught your shit on fire. I don't, I don't I think it's aliens. I stand by that. It's back when aliens were stupid and their beams didn't work right. They were trying to beam them up. <laughs> <laughs> Or even just burn them all to shit. Even like the night. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> if the that's what I've always thought. I love that to be the thing. That's so much more fascinating than what I actually think. It is. Even the night. I mean, is it possible he was sitting around a campfire or something and drinking? And when he threw up, there was enough alcohol that was not processed by his body. That came out and was ignited by the flame. Yeah, so he wasn't actually throwing up. It was the fumes from his throw up and caught on fire. So I'm yeah. saying, kind of like the, um, where people do the weird hairspray thing. Yeah, and then sometimes <laughs> it goes wrong and it fucking burns their mouth and shit. Yeah. It's the vapors that are flammable, yeah. not the liquids mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. yeah. I'm still on my aliens. Kelly, what you got? I do not think that people spontaneously burst into flames. I just. <laughs> I just, I just, I just don't. It, there's could, nothing. Could be more open-minded. Like, 
Well, I am. Uh, you're not allowed to disbelieve without throwing out theories of why you disbelieve. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I am fully on board with theories of, like, drink too much, puking out, you know, maybe. But then a minute ago you said... You didn't think drinking would make... Yeah, it's just like you... Yeah, you're yeah. like, no matter how much you drink, you're not going to spontaneously combust. No, but, I still, no, I still don't think you're going to spontaneously combust. No, nobody's going to spontaneously combust. In my, in my world, she's, she's that going with, does not happen. She's going with what I said, like you drank too much and you puke and the vapors caught right. on fire. Oh, it's right. not like it was the nightgown or whatever. Or you're drinking too much, you light your shirt on fire with your cigarette or you know I mean I do not think that just out of the blue he will burst into flames I, I don't I don't think that that, that happens I think it's possible I think it's absolutely possible I, I can't think of about alien. any scientific reason why that would ever be a fucking thing well give me a scientific reason why mulch catches on fire what the fuck I, you're saying there's no scientific explanation for how you can spontaneously combust a human. Right. So if everything has to be based on a scientific explanation, what's the explanation for the mulch pile down the street catching on fire? Or the compost pile? Because some, it is like dry fucking kindling. People are... My hair is dry. Entirely water. Okay, so... Your beard can catch on fire. Right, right. How does oil spill on... Water, but the top layer can catch on fire. Why couldn't the top layer of you inside like catch on fire? Even though it's, you know what I mean, like oil on water. Then it's even more. Yeah, and like that's what actually what happens there. That's why I say your legs and shit don't burn. It's because especially if you're bigger, the fat is what's burning, and that's what's keeping you going on. If your arms and legs are skinny, stop, drop, and roll. Why why are there no stop, drop, and roll? Because if you were walking down the fucking street and your whole body caught on fire, stop, drop, and roll is not what you're thinking. Again. The aliens, they're banging. Right. Like, I, I can't. There's no scientific reason why well, it would, I mean, why that would fucking happen. The mulch pile was instant. It was out one minute, then it was lit the next. I mean, maybe the aliens were trying to steal. Long term, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they need it. Need it for their trees that they. Well, fucking, maybe they didn't know what it was. Oh. Maybe they were like, man, there's sure a lot of people. Around this pile of stuff. Yeah. Let's find out when this stuff is. Well, smells not, like cow mulch. shit. We're, we're trying like, to get us a cow. Like Beam it up. 2% mulch, 98% fucking water. Like, I mean. Okay. Well, well, if you throw that, pure, then nobody would ever burn in a fire. I've, I've seen someone throw pure potassium into a lake and explode. Like, all kinds of weird shit happens. We can make all kinds of weird shit in our bodies. There's got to be three or four chemicals yeah. we can make, and mm. that mixes together and causes some sort of heat. And that can maybe that do a fire if you're really alcoholic. I'm just. There's got to be some sort of, and it don't happen very often. It's only twenty or thirty cases over the whole lifetime of the. I remember mom and recorded history, and it was all about unsolved shit. And I remember seeing a picture, and it was a woman's legs, and her legs were yep. so crossed. Yes, black I've seen the picture. one. Holy yes. shit! Yes. And so from here up, it was nothing but the chair wasn't yeah. fucking. And mine. the chair doesn't get burned at all. They, even with fire, like flames rising, but there so should like be you something. Said, if I catch on fire right now. I'm getting up out of this chair. So, so it's got to be instant. Yeah. If, if your theory is because we're whatever percentage water, 
explain to me why if I drop a half frozen turkey into a deep fryer, it's going to explode the fucking oh, back yeah, of my house. You see them videos. Maybe all the water in do. us makes them like it flash fry, kind of like immediately explode, and that's why you don't move because it happens immediately. It fucks with the water, and then all that, the flame and water just. That screws everything up. But then why doesn't the chair burn? Because everything's like exploding up like that. The shit mixes yeah. and that just goes up and that fucks everything up. Like any kind of explosion, if you have an explosion on the ground, it, nuclear, it goes straight up. It doesn't like fuck up the ground really. It goes sideways, but it doesn't go down. It's always going up. But with gravity, you would think some of the explosion would go down. So we're not going to. Gravity's a thing. We're yeah. not saying gravity's not a thing. Yeah, we're not. We're not doing. <laughs> gravity is real, you guys. <laughs> Still, you've not given oh, your science. Oh, doesn't have anything. Which, mean, which means your theory is... Bullshit. Bullshit. Oh, man, you need to program up. Or as the Mythbusters call it... Bullshit. Unplausible. Not... Ain't that what oh, I do? We need to find an experiment. Like, how much alcohol do you have to add... Pure alcohol do you have to add to water until it's flammable? Like, can a person get that drunk where well, you I could set like off... one drop of... No. Alcohol you could set on fire. I know, but if it was on the, like on top if, of water, though, it has to be on top water. of water. Well, I feel like, like you know that little bit of flame on top of water the is a different thing than spontaneously combust. But what if you mix the really okay. alcohol okay. shit with the weird I'll, chemicals? I'll, I'll, if you mix what? the both of things, if you're really alcoholic and you have a weird mix of chemicals like during uh, compost exploding, that mixes with the whatever chemical, and because you're so much water, it instantly explodes okay, so everything instead of. So I went Go to Golden slow. Corral, had me fucking nothing but all their yeast rolls, and then came home and drank a whole bottle of Everclear. You know, there you go. Now you're I generated, you're I gener- I generated my heat, added alcohol, boom. That's plausible. I mean... Do you think... Um, think of all the things happening uh, inside of your body generating heat. Yeah, I think those things are at, horrible. Well, so at, do you think you're more what, likely to... That happen like if you're in the middle of exercising. No, I think on a like a four day alcohol binge with a lot of methane built up, yeah. and you you haven't taken any gas X and all that alcohol and methane's just in there, and then mix yeah. that with explosion, then it hits water, everything goes oh up. My God, what and if also like also also that if your legs imagine like right here your legs are fucked up, but all the all the stuff here holding everything is what's exploding. She was walking to that window because she was about to rip one. She would have fire that is I didn't even I didn't even think about that like. Even because if it's just the methane builder. The trailer wasn't fucking smashed. Like, okay. <laughs> we don't have to be drunk to fart, but maybe she. Maybe so it's the fart, not the smash. Yeah, it's the Which is methane. From the, the but you methane. make that you make that on your own. That's also a thing you make. You're, you're taking that's in all the little examples and saying that's the only thing, really. But there's a lot of stuff. It could be methane because you're gassy. You ate some uh. beans. Okay. <laughs> methane will explode. And it'll explode violently if introduced with enough heat. Or if you're an alcoholic, alcohol is flammable. Oh, yeah, so methane plus alcohol vapors. It doesn't have to be a plus. You don't have to have... Just one or the other. You don't have to have all the ingredients. You could. Yeah. But you could have one or the other or both or whatever. Any combination of things that you put in your body that would be flammable, you're introducing them into a heat source. That's the point we're getting at. But think about how fucking... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like, 
Do we need to worry every time we fart now? <laughs> you only need to worry if you're holding it in. <laughs> let it go. Don't let it build up. That's how he spontaneously. <laughs> you spontaneously. <laughs> so, there's a whole South Park episode about this. Yeah, okay. remember everybody's holding farts and they get the geologist Randy to find out find out what's going on. He's like, everybody's holding their farts in, they spontaneously combust. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know. That. You don't remember that episode? It's great. Kenny uh, dies from holding a fart because he likes a girl. Oh my god! It is a great episode. Yes, well, this has already been a thing. No, we didn't. We didn't. I mean, so we, I mean we have solved it. Spontaneous human combustion is a thing about it's, it's definitely if you hold it's, it's in po- your farts. No, it's possible. <laughs> For spontaneous human combustion to happen, if Give, give given the box. given the right factors at the right time, it's very possible. All right, y'all ready to wrap it up? Let's do final thoughts. Final thoughts. What do you? One more thing about fire walking. Fire walking. Tommy Robbins bullshit. I think that shit is wild. I I would never try it. I just no. my feet are sensitive. I can't even go outside. What was the actual conspiracy in that though? Like. No, he was, um, in 2016, he heard a shitload of people, but oh, yeah. there's not, it's not really a conspiracy, you know how we were all. Well, I was just, I, <laughs> I'm not saying it had to be a conspiracy, I just didn't know if I missed it. I missed it. Well, no, well, now there's a conspiracy as to whether or not he's even involved in this website. Well, right, also, also, also the yeah. website is so And that was the point I brought up, shit. Yeah, yeah. You, you, right. you did. So, so there, there are multiple conspiracies in this. Thank you. If you My would husband. like to join a class action lawsuit against Tony Robbins or Firewalkers, please contact Drunk Theory at drunktheory at gmail.com. And if you are. You were a loved one recently been hurt by Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> you go firewalking and a gigantic man hits you a person somewhere. I just. Drunk Theory Podcast. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> and if you are Tony Robbins, please don't sue us. Yeah, don't sue right. us, dude. You're because huge. I feel like that might be a thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> if we get sued, we have nothing to give you, so you come on. Right. Somebody. Yeah, we're broke as fuck. <laughs> All right. Um, we're talking about Tony Robbins, T O N I. I know you don't have two eyes in your name. Tony, Tony, Tony. Y'all remember them? Yes, I mean, what do y'all think about what? <laughs> Three gigantic dudes giving you advice on your life. <laughs> that would be great. Imagine like a seven foot tall dude giving me life advice in R and B songs. Anybody who makes me like Please a kick ass Tony 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 Robbins meme on Twitter gets a set of shot glasses. Absolutely <laughs> yes. Um, Sider children, what y'all think? I think the mom was screwing them up and some of them escaped. Maybe some of them died and maybe that's why they didn't go back because they knew if they found them, they So you die. think they're alive? Not all of them. I think some of them died and maybe that's that one Lewis and maybe another one I'm, got away because they were the oldest and that's why they didn't go back because they thought the mob would kill them or their family. I, I stand with Ryan on that one. Yeah. Exactly. Something fishy about that shit. I want to think they ran. I want to think they all got out. Um, see, I don't know. I, I absolutely don't think they died, but now I can't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because if yeah. they had been kidnapped, you don't know what why are think, these right? two now off and adults and on their own and refusing to say that they are who they are? Yeah. Like, the whole thing is weird. What are you doing? Plugging the laptop in because it's almost dead. Oh, okay. Thank you for paying attention. You're I thought um, that was plugged in the whole time. It wasn't. And, well, I had unplugged it because we wasn't going to use it. But, um, so, spontaneous combustion. Kelly, we know where you stand. It's not a thing. <laughs> I think, similar to compost, it's a chemical thing that starts something that can catch on fire and normally it wouldn't do anything. But 
but since these people have probably been on a 40-day alcohol binge, like <laughs> Polonius, Pistol, yeah, whatever his fucking name was, two huge ladles of alcohol, something is up. I think something could cause I'm aliens all day, baby. That's aliens. Plausible, definitely. They hadn't perfected their shit yet. And they were trying to bang them up. Maybe it's the guy I also think that aliens are responsible for a lot of these cow mutilations. Again, the same thing. Their veins weren't working right. Putting that out there. Or maybe they sent them back when they were done with them. Just, yeah, just chucking them out. Fuck <laughs> 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 like, what got yeah. Kick off the side of the field. <laughs> that could like, be a fucking thing. This is Sparta. <laughs> kick the shit out of them, my love. We cut our steaks out of that bitch, though. That's true. That so, as somebody that doesn't. I can't say I don't believe in spontaneous human combustion because I believe it's possible. I don't believe the cases we have evidence of were. Uh, I, I, I don't think they were weird. I, I, I haven't seen enough evidence that proves just to that. I and guess. I've never actually researched. There's one that's more possible. I didn't talk about it. There was a, one that's actually been witnessed. A man and his uh, he had a special needs daughter. He said out of the corner of his eye he saw a flame. Looked over and his daughter was completely engulfed. Didn't move. He couldn't get her to move or do anything. And then she uh, slipped into a coma after the third degree burns and died in a coma. But she never moved or did anything during the flames. And so, it was weird as shit. There's something weird about it. So like maybe the chemicals knock you out or something with the. Maybe you make a bunch of methane or some weird shit in your body and that's flammable. But also. Or maybe just a shock. Or yeah, that, yeah. too. Yeah, maybe the immediate shock of going yeah. up in flames causes you to. So you can't move. Yeah. To, to unpack that one real quick. He saw her out the corner of his eye, which means he wasn't necessarily paying attention. She could have been doing something instead of several Yeah, she might have found the ladder. Or, still yeah. Here, so we don't or somebody might have. <laughs> yeah. That's, but that's the only one that's ever been witnessed. So, yeah. They're all in. So, yeah. But, so she didn't explode. No, no. She just burst into flames immediately. We didn't say people were exploding. No, no. But the way you always see it, all this left is their legs because they completely burn up. But right. this girl, he looked over. She's on fire. But she lived... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but she didn't explode. No. She called was anything wrong with her organs? Ooh, I don't know. I haven't read about an autopsy afterwards. Because if it came from the inside, that'd they might—they might, shit to go, they right? might yeah. not have done an autopsy on a case like that. I might She'd, see an autopsy from one of the victims. I've yeah, seen one. yeah. Just to see what they. But said. yeah, I, I definitely—I think it's possible, but I don't think the cases we have on record, def. Yeah, I, I don't think they definitively point towards yeah. this is the only thing that could have caused that. Y'all know what they do definitively point towards, though? Aliens. Okay. <laughs> they, they, I love you so it, much. It definitely, it definitely points towards fire will kill you. All right. Um, That's it. We done? I think so. Um, again, Tony, Tony, Tony Robbins firewalking meme, and you get a set of shot glasses. Like yes. I'm not gonna post it on Twitter either, so you have to actually listen. I'm not gonna post it. Either. Nobody post it. Um, wait, don't shout out because if I listen and just skip all the way to the end to where you said that part and I send you a meme, can I get some shot glasses? Yeah, yes. because we still get credit for that download. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We are gonna do a shout out. The dude from Ebony Affliction. Anybody from the band you want to talk? Be a guest. Anything. Oh, yeah, we want to do. do I will do here. a personal shot glass of everybody in the band with instruments. Can you get me a clock? Anything. Quokka. Quokka. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, that's the smiley little mammals. I like those. Um, But we're, we're done. We're done. We're this done. is it. Yeah, yeah we're, done. we're done. We like you, y'all. Love y'all. Love the y'all. end, motherfuckers. Damn,